0: Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Those are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Abu Bakr al Baghdadi is dead. The United States launched a targeted operation against that compound. They did a lot of shooting and they did a lot of blasting, even not going through the front door. You know, you think you go through the door. If you're a normal person, you say, Knock, knock, may I come in? After a firefight, they killed Osama bin Laden and took custody. Of his body. He died like a dog. But his death does not mark the end of our effort. A beautiful dog. A <laughs> powerful dog. We give thanks for the men who carried out this operation. And I don't get any credit for this, but that's okay. I never do. <laughs> and here we are. May God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. And I'm writing a book. <laughs> there 12 books. All did very well. How is everybody doing today? I just wanted to start the show off with that clip. That clip was actually supposed to be making fun of Donald Trump, but it's actually <laughs> makes me like him more for sure. And uh it's funny the the difference in the way they talk, you know. Obama definitely was, you know, he was a good speaker. He was very good. You know, some of the best con men are. But, uh, you know, Trump's a con man, too, in his own way. Businessman. But, uh, you know, he talks like a normal person. And I think that's what uh, attracts people to him. I think that's why a lot of people like him. Because he just says things how it is. Like how you would say it. You know, like how you would talk to your friend. But, uh, he, you know, he's hilarious, too, some of this shit. Like, he died like a dog. <laughs> it's <like> nuts, man. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, so... I decided today I was going to do this show a little bit different. Um, I'm going to, usually I would have um, some uh, stories already written out, um, you know, everything planned out, what I want to talk about and stuff. But today I'm going to kind of freestyle it in the sense that I'm just going to talk about things that have been going on because I'm starting to get a little burnt out because there's so many things going on right now that are, kind of being pushed aside for this and for that and just a lot of like uh, misinformation going on and um, even worse than that, just totally ignored. Um, So there's a few things that I think are really important right now to talk about um, that are actually important to our country and to our democracy. Number one is... Definitely big tech. And I mean, the censorship, the censorship that has been going on, not just with um, conservative or right-wing or anything like that, but with everything. You know, um, when you type in Google, anything with BLM, Hillary Clinton, anything that's uh, Democrat or anything like liberal or anything like that, you, you don't find anything negative about them. Everything is positive. Google is so curated to make you think one way. There was actually a scientist, that researcher, that went in in front of Congress and told them that, about how just Google alone could sway the American people to vote a certain way by like 80%. It was some crazy number. I'm sorry, I can't remember the the number right now. But that he did like a, you know, like a research, like a whole thing and a study. And that's, that was the truth of it. And people don't realize that, you know, you you go online, you think you're doing research and, you know, you're coming up with things that uh, aren't necessarily true or not true, but you're not getting the whole side. You know what I mean? You're just getting one side of the story. Um, The second thing that I want to talk about is China. Okay? And um, China in the sense of China alone by itself and also Biden and China and the link between them that a lot of people don't know about. And if you talk about it, you know you're you're banned you know you, you'll be banned your you're supposed to be taken down stuff like that you are not allowed to talk about that you know um and one other thing that i think that is um very important to our democracy and to voting is this um election this mail in voting kind of ballot harvesting, fraud push thing that's going on right now. I don't think a lot of people have confidence in the election. And I think that's scary because nobody's either way, things are going to go bad because if Biden wins, people are going to be pissed. They're going to say they cheated. You know, um, this is why they pushed the mail and vote in. Um, you know, a million other words, other things. Um, and if Trump wins, it's going to be the same thing. You know, if they're going to protest because Trump's a racist and Trump's this and that, and, you know, he must've cheated to get in and, you know, he hates every, you know, all minorities and he's going to do all these bad things. And there's going to be riots everywhere and people are going to get killed for no reason. You know, but either way, like, there's no good outcome. And the worst part is because of the mail-in voting, we might not know on November 3rd who the president is, like we always do. You know, it might take a few weeks. So that few weeks or even a month or two months is going to be hell. And this country cannot take that. We need to get the economy going. You know what I mean? We need to get the economy set up. We can't be fighting amongst ourselves You know, that's, there's a saying, America can't be taken down from the outside. We're too strong, right? But the only way we can be taken down is from within. And to cause a civil war with propaganda by turning us against each other, you know, let's just say Democrats are doing it, let's say Republicans are doing it, Let's say China is doing it with propaganda through social media. Now, here's another thing. I know I'm going on a rant, but there's a reason for this. Now, and I'm going to switch subjects back and forth because the way they come to my mind, that's the way it is. So that's the way it's going down today. Anyway, they have a social credit score in China. I don't know if you're aware of this. And what this is is they use the internet and tracking to do for example if you're on a train right and there's an old lady and you're sitting down and you don't you're sitting down and you see the old lady standing and you don't let her sit down and someone sees you do that they will report you and you will get a point taken off you know of your social credit score so almost like almost like a credit score and that will go down. Now, if you have too many infractions, like, you know, you do some other thing or you talk about the government bad or you talk about China bad or whatever. And so, let's say your infractions and you have, you know, your social credit score goes low. What that means, what they do is all of a sudden you can't ride certain trains. You can't leave the country. You can't work with certain banks. You can't get certain loans. You can't, you know, stuff like that. Now, the reason I'm talking about that is because that social credit score is, they always said, was coming to America. People like Alex Jones, who people always say is crazy, said that this is going to be coming to America. It's here. It's here. What it's called here, though, it's called cancel culture. And we do it a different way. See, also... People like Gavin McInnes, Alex Jones, other people on the right, they have been blocked from certain banks, like Chase Bank, I believe, doesn't work with the Proud Boys, even though they're not actually a racist group, but that's why they don't work with them, because you know, there was a left-wing crazy leftist, you know, attack against them because it it was really Antifa because they they were, you know, going against Antifa. So Antifa called the banks. And reporters that are actually activists called these banks and, you know, companies and said, oh, we heard that you have an account with, you know, um, Gavin McInnes or whoever. Um, Did you know that he is a, um, you know, a racist uh, white supremacist? And why do you have him as a, uh, you know, customer? Or do you guys uh, condone white supremacy? That's how they do it. That's how they get you. And then they're like, they get scared that they're going to get in trouble. So then all of a sudden they they block you. So we do have a social credit score in America, you know, and it's going to get worse and keep getting worse. And you keep letting these leftist, progressive, hardcore people like AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or these other people, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. Um, you, you keep letting people like this get elected into this country by money backed by people like, George Soros and other rich liberals, you know, big tech, you know, big tech is 98% of them donate to Democrats. Okay. So, you know, I'm not a Republican, not, neither am I a Democrat. I am a middle of the road. I just want the truth and I just want the best for this country, but it cannot be a one-sided country. Have you ever seen, (laughs) I'm like talking about it like it's all right. One-party states, all right, for example, New York. Look at New York right now. Another one, California. Look at California, even before the coronavirus. Look at San Francisco. Look at the, you know, the, um, the shit on the sidewalks and the tent cities and the drug addicts that live beneath these towers. Where rich people like Nancy Pelosi, who runs that district, and the other tech billionaires live. You want to talk about income inequality? Let's look at San Francisco. Now, remember, these are the same people that that tell you that they they're for the 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 working man, the little man. They're fighting for you. You know what I mean? These these one-party states are hellholes. Do you know how many people are leaving California right now? And they're moving to Texas and they're moving to Florida and other places that aren't Democrat run or at least one party run, you know, because they they turn into cesspools because nobody's forced to do anything. They're not forced to make it better because they're just going to keep getting voted in. They know it. So they don't care. All they care about is power. You think Nancy cares what goes on in San Francisco? No, no. She cares about what goes on in Washington and fighting with Donald Trump because they're so scared that they're going to be put out of power, that the populists are going to take control, that they're going to be founded out for how bad they've been fucking us for all these years and what they've been doing to us. And that's why they're fighting Trump so hard. Now, the media... Okay, and when I say media, I'm talking about um, MSNBC, I'm talking about ABC, NBC, I'm talking about almost everybody, even Fox. I'm talking about almost everybody. They are a wing of the Democrat Party. This has happened over the past 20, 30 years, but they have become activists for them. I don't know if it's millennials, I don't know what it is, but they are activists for the Democrat Party. Now, Democrats also run the schools. They're mostly Democrat. I think when you go to most, a lot of these Ivy league schools, there's like the professors are like, I think 92% of them are Democrat or liberal. Not, you know, so the, everything is one sided and these kids are learning one sided too. So they only have one side of the story. So, You know, life is a balance, you know, and um, you know, like me and my friend Carla, we talked about, you know, everything needs balance. You need balance. So the left can't work without the right. Light can't exist without the dark. You see what I'm saying? There's supposed to be a balance. And when there's not a balance, things are bad and they go to hell. So what we need in this country is more of a balance. But that is not what we have. And the tech companies are making it way worse. Now, over this past week, okay, there has been the New York Post posted about Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. They found this hard drive that Rudy Giuliani actually got from a man who actually, I think it was, he's a blind man, I believe. But anyway, he's a computer repairman. Hunter Biden dropped off the computer to get it fixed, never came back to pick it up. Um, after 90 days, it becomes the, the store owner's property. That's the law. Anyway, this guy, he gave it to the FBI, but he also saw what was on it or heard or seen what was on it. And the, the the blind part of this story messes me up. I don't understand how this guy can read it. But anyway, so he gave it to the FBI. They did nothing with it. Then he, I guess he's then a couple, you know, a year later or whatever, he sees all this stuff on the news about Rudy Giuliani talking about all this stuff happening with Hunter Biden, how they're corrupt and blah, blah, blah. So he calls and gets in touch with Hunter or and Rudy Giuliani. And then Rudy Giuliani's lawyer picks it up. So they go through it, and they find all this crazy stuff, Um, you know, pictures, um, emails showing how they do the money scheme, how Joe Biden has been enriching his family, you know, for the past, you know, what, 47 years that he's been in in government? He's been enriching his family. And the way he does it is he has everybody in his family. He gives them contracts or gives them, um, you know, Hooks them up with jobs, with China, Ukraine, our government jobs. Like he did to, I think, his brother or cousin. He gave him a you know government-contracted job. But what he does is he makes them split the salary with them or split the money with him. So everybody around him gets rich, but really it's his money. He gets his money, and that's why he can afford all these luxurious homes and all this other stuff. It's a racketeering scheme. And the good thing is that Rudy Giuliani, even though they say, oh, he's crazy now. No, he's the guy that cleaned up New York City when it was you know, bad in the 70s and 80s. He took down the mob. That's Rudy Giuliani. Okay, so he knows about racketeering and Enrico and he knows how to follow the money and he knows how, about all this stuff. And he has been working on this for a while. And he got this evidence, and he kept saying it last year when he brought this stuff up. He said uh, something about how he had evidence or he's going to get it, and nobody believed him. They just looked at him like a whack job, but now he's got it, and he put it out now, of course, because right before the election, and that's politics. But anyway, so the worst part about all this is the Ukrainian scandal— with the Burisma Energy Company that Hunter Biden worked for, that Joe Biden got the job for, obviously, and was put in control of Ukraine and Russia and China by Obama. And actually, on video, said that he used the Americans' $1 billion of American tax money to use against the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma, which was the company that his son was working for. And also um, John Kerry's son, I believe, another Democrat, his son was on there and uh, Devin Archer or somebody else. Um, So he had actually said to them, he said, either you fire this prosecutor, or you're not getting the billion dollars, which is actually our billion dollars. And this is all on videotape. And then everyone there that he's telling the story to, he's acting all tough, is laughing. Like, this is normal. But this shit is not normal. And you should, it's not right what they've been doing to us, is what I'm saying. And... The other thing is the media has been covering for Biden and this story. And Google, Twitter, and Facebook have all been censoring this story hard. I mean hard. And the thing is, Bidens and the Biden camp haven't haven't denied that the emails and the hard drive is hunters. They haven't said it isn't. The funny thing, I guess, is the lawyer, Hunter Biden's lawyer, called and asked for his hard drive back. So it's definitely his hard drive. And it has all this stuff on it. And you should read it. New York Post did an expose on it. It's very, you you should really read it and see all this stuff. And it's really like a Biden crime family. And they censored this right before an election that's election interference nothing like this has ever happened in our whole history of the United States of America someone withholding a story like that and censoring it and this is what we've been scared of now they use section 2 or yeah section 230 to protect themselves from liability of getting sued for things like this so what we need to do because they are one of our biggest enemies right now is big tech, social media. It is corrupting America. People are fighting because of it. You know what I mean? Um, It's, it's just ripping us apart and we're getting uh, propaganda from other countries in through it. You know, all this stuff. It's just, it needs to be fixed. We need to get it together. It's a new technology. And, you know, we're not aware of what it's capable of, but I know one thing, that it is corrupting us. Not corrupting us in the way like the old, like they used to say, oh, you sit in front of a television, your mind's going to go the television. It's not like that. Like, this is, you know, a serious tool. And it's being used in China and other communist countries to control people, and it's controlling us now, too. Aren't you scared to say some stuff that you believe Because you're scared of the repercussions of what people might think. Because, you know, they might not agree. And then you might be a leper. You know, there's a lot of people that are like that. That won't say what they feel because they're scared. I'm not like that. I'm not scared. You can call me racist, sexist. You can call me whatever you want. But I know who I am. So that stuff doesn't hurt me. And I don't follow by your rules or what you think you're going to make me feel like. Blah, blah, blah. Now, so I kind of went on a tangent. I know that that's this whole episode point. I just wanted to roll. And uh, yeah, so let me do another thing, I guess, with China. reason China is such a big deal is because China's economy is the size of ours now. And I think 25 years ago, it was the size of Washington's. And the reason it's huge is because we let them into the World Trade Organization, Bill Clinton did. Now, Bill Clinton, you know, he did it for the, you know, a good reason, I guess, uh, a righteous reason. He thought that they would become more democratic like us. But no, they didn't. They just very smartly um, Set up places, I forget what they call them, but it's they're like hubs where they can trade and you know do stuff like that. So they're not communist, there they're actually capitalist, like capitalist zones. Hong Kong was one of them, which China recently took back over. Um, but so what they did is set up all these hubs so they could do all this trading, make all this money because they realized they could get rich off of it. So they used us. And they grew exponentially. Now, Donald Trump wrote a book about this 20 years ago and talked about how China is going to be bigger than us you know, in a few years because we treated them still, I think even up, to, up until a couple of years ago, we're treating them as a third world country, even though they, were, they had as much money as we did, pretty much. They're, they were just a little smaller. And they had all these things that we were giving them, all these, you know, extra fancy, you know, like trading deals. They were making a killing off of us. And Donald Trump, I think that's why he won the election mostly, because people didn't want to be getting screwed by China anymore. We sold Joe Biden, sold us out to China. That's what happened. All our factories, all this stuff was sent over to China so they can make money. They slapped the money into Joe Biden and people like him, the establishment's hands, and they've been surfing off us and making millions of dollars off us. And it's just disgusting. Now, I'm not going to go into everything about this, but there's two things I want to, or three things I want to say, I believe. Number one, the hard drive that you're hearing about. You're probably not because they're not even putting it on social media. You're not allowed to say it, and mainstream media is definitely not covering it. But it's been confirmed that it is his. So it is true. The second thing China is our biggest enemy. Russia's economy is the size of Washington. So stop letting them fool you into thinking that Russia's our big enemy and Putin is going to, you know destroy us and whatever. Um, You know, this isn't 1980s anymore. Um, It's China. And the third thing that I would like to say is that we need to fix this censorship, big tech thing before it gets too far. And before, it's over our heads, and our government is big tech. And we are, you know, pretty much under big tech's rule. I mean, that's how much power these people have. And they have it right now. Just think about it what they control. And you have to remember these, they're not American businesses. They might have started in America. And just like China. We gave them Section 230 to protect them so that they could grow, just like we gave China special things so they could grow. And now they're gigantic and taking us over. So we need to fix this. We need to repeal Section 30 and fix it. And so they cannot censor because they might be a private company, but they are a monopoly. So there needs to be something to fix this. They need to figure that out. That is number one. They have already interfered in this election. There was already a lot of fears going into this election because of mail-in voting fraud and all this other stuff going on in the country right now and the riots. So this is just making it worse. Uh, People feel like they can't trust this election at all. Like, if it was up to me, I would love to just wait, have Trump stay in office, and then when things calm down and we can all vote in person and actually have a fair election, then do it. But that would never happen. So, eh, what are you going to do? Anyway, uh, I don't know if that was three, but I really don't care. This is a Saturday special for you guys. Uh, Monday, I'll have a more normal Insta story for you. This is more of a, I don't even know what to call this, rambling Saturdays. I don't know. but So, that's the truth. And I think that's what's important right now and some things that maybe you should think about. Um, If you guys did see the town halls, please tell me you did. And please tell me you saw the difference. Joe Biden wasn't even asked about the emails and was treated like a child. Really was. And Trump was interrupted and yelled at. And... Samantha Gunfried, or whatever her name is, or Savannah Gunfried, or whatever her name is, was so rude. Like, I think she thought like she was debating him or something. I don't know. But I think what it really was is they don't care about middle America, they don't care about anyone that's not, you know, leftist and their people. So they were just trying to please their base, you know, their Democrat progressive base. So that's why she was doing that. She wanted to give Trump a little smacking in front of them to make them all happy. Anyway, I'm out. Everything under the sun, everything under the sun. Nobody messing with sun. I got a couple of the guns, a couple of the suns, a couple of the people will come in your party and bust up your fun. Anyway. Have a good day guys. Things are getting weird What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. things are getting weird. all I know. wake up wake wake up